Hey everyone, this is episode seven of Disney Co. In the Know, and today we are talking about our favorite table service restaurants anywhere on Disney property, including Disneyland. So, I am Bruce, I'll be your host, owner of 407 and Beyond Vacation Company, and today I am joined by Casey. Hello. And Lydia. And Elizabeth. Hi. So before we get started into our uh, discussion today, just want to take a moment to say that uh, Disney Co. In the Know is sponsored by 407 and Beyond Vacation Company, Disney, and Universal travel experts that help plan your family's vacations and take away the stress. So all you have to do is show up, have fun, and create family memories. All right, guys, thanks for joining me here today. Yeah. I am looking forward to this one. Mm -hmm. um, looking forward to anything that's food related. Um, right. I look forward to. So, um, especially since restaurants are closed right now, the parks are closed. It feels like as much discussion as we can uh, generate, um, the easier mm -hmm. it is. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, we have not had dinner yet, so it is. Uh, we're going to be very hungry. <laughs> we're going to talk ourselves into an appetite here. So yeah. Um, just uh, for our listeners and viewers uh, on episode seven, just want to talk about what table service means. So there are two. Well, there are several different types of dining experiences at Disney. Uh, the two main ones are quick service and table service. Um, table service, meaning that uh, you have a reservation or you walk up and you are seated by hostess and uh, you have a waiter or waitress and you select food from the menu. Um, and quick service being you walk up like uh, a fast food establishment and um, you order your food and take it back to a table. And so today, in episode six, actually, we talked about uh, quick service restaurants. And today, episode seven, we're going to talk about our favorite table service restaurants. So um, there are Disney dining plans that include table service credits, uh, the Disney dining plan, Disney dining plan plus, and the deluxe dining plan. Um, obviously, the quick service uh, dining plan does not include table service credits. So um, with all of those formalities out of the way, let's start talking about our favorites. So um, I'm going to start with ex-cast member in the food sector at the Magic Kingdom, Elizabeth. Uh, Elizabeth, tell us, uh, tell, us your, <laughs> tell us your first favorite um, or your top favorite table service restaurant at Disney World or Disneyland. Okay, so both of mine are going to be actually at Disney World um, because I have more experience going there, but also um, I just enjoy the food at Disney uh, World a little bit better. The Epcot has amazing scene of food for sit down, for quick service, and I mentioned that in the last one as well. Um, so my first restaurant is Chefs de France, um, which I'll try to say that with as much of a French <laughs> accent as possible. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, so <laughs> I have been, to, so to start out, I have been to France and I would say this is very similar to the French, um, atmosphere, the French cuisine over there. Um, and so I find it to be very familiar and, um, with the way that they serve you, it's very familiar, um, as well, um, along like with having the French, um, customs that you would get in France, um, with the menu itself, I really love the way that they do, 
Um, they have a prefix menu that I really like, and I've gotten that multiple times where you can get an appetizer and then you can get um, your entree and then a dessert. Um, and I really like that. They do that often in um, like actual France. So that's really cool to see that they brought that to Epcot and they utilize that. I love that. And that kind of allows you to, you know, choose items um, that maybe you would want to try. Um, but this kind of gives you the opportunity to try in a prefix menu, which is nice. Um, and I really like the, um, the desserts that they have in France. They probably have the best dessert options out of all the different countries. The cream brulee, I've had multiple times there. I absolutely love that's one of my favorites, so I highly recommend um, getting Casey. I saw <laughs> that. Um, like <laughs> I highly recommend trying the cream brulee. Um, but I also love the French onion soup if you're looking for – it's just like a really nice hearty soup. They have a huge, um, like, baguette basically in the soup itself, and it's absolutely wonderful. Um, so I think they do a really good job at bringing in the traditional French flair with trying to keep it, you know, more uh, moderate, like Americanized, um, to hit all the taste buds. Yeah, so I, I love that restaurant. Like French mm -hmm. onion soup, and they have, like, bomb French onion yeah. soup there. It's, it's so really good. good. Mm -hmm. It's really good. Yeah. Um, like, I can do that with a salad and a cream brulee, and I'm set. So, yeah. um, I will say that, um, just like in Italy, when I had nothing but pizza, when, when I was in France, I had a lot of French onion soup. Mm -hmm. And uh, the one at uh, Chefs de France definitely uh, holds up to uh, mm -hmm. the onion soup. Yeah, I, it's always funny, like, when you're like, oh, I've been to France before. And then you're like, but I still like the French restaurant at Epcot better. Mm -hmm. Like, right. then yeah. you know, like, <laughs> yeah. like, Epcot's doing yeah. some good stuff because exactly. they're, like, it's, like, authentic times a million. And, exactly, um, yeah. 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 So what is really one? To... Oh, no, sorry. Yeah. To your point, uh, I, this this restaurant is beautifully um, yeah. decorated. The aesthetic makes you feel like you are in downtown Paris. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's like that 1920s, like, oh, I want to, like, sit here with, like, Ernest Hemingway and, like, read some exactly. poems type of vibe. Yeah, it's and, beautiful. And have some French onion soup. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and the view is good. I mean, not all restaurants mm -hmm. around World Showcase have the greatest view. I mean, most of them mm -hmm. do. Um, but like to be able to sit down by the windows and be able to look mm -hmm. out at the France pavilion or the lake is, uh, is terrific. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's on like that nice, like corner setting. So it has like that really pretty bridge right there. It's really mm -hmm. pretty. And I even love like, you know, this is slightly off topic, but like even the bridge is very Parisian and then like down along the, the water, they kind of do like that canal style, like uh, Parisian look. So even when you look out the window, even though like mm -hmm. England's kind of right across the, the water, you still feel like you're in Paris, mm -hmm. like you're in France. Like they did a really good job of making it feel like you're sitting in, you know, an actual Paris restaurant when yes. you're eating there. So yeah, yeah, it's really awesome. You leave, yeah, you leave that restaurant and you feel like you're still in Paris. Um, mm -hmm. So absolutely, I think one of the best, and I, I'm, Bruce and I, Lydia, Casey, we've been to Disney um, a few times and, quite a few times and um that <laughs> restaurant however well besides Casey one time um that restaurant though we didn't start going to until probably yeah. in the last like few years and mm -hmm. it was kind of just one of those by happenstance and then we kept saying oh my gosh why did we wait so long right. you know to come to this restaurant and yeah. I remember one trip a few years ago we went like 
twice in one trip because it was so good. Mm -hmm. So yeah, definitely thing, chefs to France. Oh, sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. One thing I, I will say for, for those listening and watching is if you have not been to chefs to France, it looks incredibly fancy and nice. Mm -hmm. And there are yeah. actual fancy restaurants in France that do require a jacket or a dress for ladies. But this is not mm -hmm. one of them. Even though it mm -hmm. looks elegant and everything, you can walk in in your park attire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you don't and be intimidated that, by that. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And I think that's maybe one of the reasons why we never walked in is because we were like, oh, well, we know right. that a dinner plate's going to start at, you know, $50, $50 mm -hmm. and up. But it wasn't. Um, you can get, I think no. I was just looking, the prefixed um, meal is going to be about $35. Um, and you get the entree or the appetizer, the entree and the dessert, um, included. So not bad. Yeah. Yeah. And real quick, I do like to mention that they do not do breakfast there, but they do do lunch and dinner. Um, I think that's um, good to note. You can get breakfast options though at the back of France. Um, but the chefs de France only serves lunch and dinner. Um, okay, so my second favorite restaurant is the Grand Floridian Cafe over at the Grand Floridian, um, and they do breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and this is one of um, my favorites. I went here um, often growing up as um, a child. They used to actually do a meet and greet with Mary Poppins in here many, many years ago, um, and then we have since gone here it's a really great restaurant you know if you're wanting to leave the park um and get some um non-park food mm -hmm. we really enjoy coming over here um it's like totally worth seeing this hotel <laughs> like yeah, if right. you're gonna have to see one hotel <laughs> during your entire disney experience you gotta go see the grand Floridian. <clears throat> like it's exactly. the most beautiful i think well i love the polynesian I but i mean aesthetically <laughs> it's just it's so beautiful mm-hmm and it's a Disney icon. And so this mm -hmm. can be a really good excuse to come over, um, grab a good bite of food and then, you know, check out the hotel. Like Leah said, you can go over to Polynesian, um, head over to Contemporary afterwards, even if you want to continue on the monorail and head back to the park. So it's a really nice break um, from the park, but the food itself is really, really good. With breakfast, they do an awesome like waffle sample that you can have where they will do, um, a waffle and like a Mickey waffle and then you have different toppings that you can choose from and I really enjoy that they also have some really good mimosas um, if you're into drinking mimosas as well um, and then for their lunch and dinner options they have different um, it's more like park side food but then they also have kind of like that turn of the century um, options as well um, they have one and I was going to Pull it up here real and quick. Elizabeth pulls that up. I do want to mention that French onion soup is on the menu here. So just throwing that uh, Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, the one that I was going to mention was they have the shrimp and grits, and I've gotten that multiple times, and I highly recommend getting the shrimp and grits if you're um, wanting something more southern. They do a really great job at it. Um, I, like I said, I've had it multiple times. Highly recommend that. Um, and then they also do a really good meatloaf that I've had before. So they just do, you know – typical like turn of the century but also very like home style type food like it it's very filling and it's hearty and um the wait staff there is amazing and um they can walk you through the menu as well if you have any questions we've always had a really good experience with the wait staff there um anybody else want to talk about i remember we were there for um uh 
our mom's birthday and she got the like flight of desserts mm-hmm. that was pretty cool so like yeah. even which is like such our mother um mm-hmm. I get my sweet tooth honestly um yeah that's that was really cool that's fun so they have some like really pretty and delicious desserts that you can get there too and um yeah yeah there's really nothing nice. better than having dinner there anywhere at the Grand Floridian, but Grand Floridian Cafe and then being able to go sit out in one of those rocking chairs or sit on the beach mm-hmm. or just in the mm-hmm. lobby and just, oh, yeah. you know. Uh, uh, those uh, couches yeah. in the lobby are so comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's nice to be able to relax after you overindulge. So Right. Yeah. Uh, and another point, you know, just because it's at the Grand Floridian doesn't mean that it's expensive. Um, yeah. It's very reasonably priced. Um, both of the options that I mentioned that I enjoy are on the Disney dining plan as one credit. Um, so you're not, you know, if you are using the Disney dining plan, it's a one credit place. If you're paying out of pocket, again, not super expensive by any means. Um, a dinner plate will cost you, you know, per person about $25. Um, and so don't think just because it's at the Grand Floridian, you can't go there. I highly recommend you can go there in your park attire as well. It's nothing, you know, overly fancy. So. Yeah, of the table service restaurants out the Grand, I think it is the cheapest. So, mm-hmm. well, I know I know it is. But um, yeah. okay, good. Anything? Uh, anything left? Well, I meant like uh, um, <laughs> the other restaurant. <laughs> The uh, the other restaurants are are more expensive as well as doing that. So yeah, I mean, um, there's a really fancy one there where like you yeah, have to wear a yeah. jacket, right? Yeah, yeah. Victorian so Alberts. There's yeah. Victorian Alberts. I've Victorian never Alberts. been there. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Bucket Victorian list. Alberts and um, Narcusis. So that that's mm-hmm. what I meant. Both of those are, are obviously more expensive. So yeah, uh, yeah Anything left on Grand Floridian Cafe before you turn it over to Casey? Mm-hmm. No. All right, Casey. Just overindulge. Just overindulge, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna make T-shirts with that on it. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Casey, uh, top two. What do you have? All right. So yeah, I'm the newbie of the group, as we've as we've uh, already discussed. So I I'm learning a whole lot today. Um, taking notes, but mm. for sure. I'm, so I have two. One is great food, and then the other is like great, uh, like experience and theming. Um, I'll talk about the great food one first. The uh, it's Tevin Ito, I believe is how it's pronounced. It's the um, the hibachi steak place in uh, Tokyo in Epcot. Uh, we got to eat there with the whole family, so it's like it's great if you have large groups. It's a lot of fun. Um, any hibachi places is always a lot of fun. They do the show as they're cooking and stuff. Mm-hmm. The food was overall like fantastic. Um, everything mm-hmm. was cooked really well. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it just tastes. I mean, I love Japanese food, so it's. Uh, you do the little volcano on fire trick, yeah. so yeah, you can't have, miss yeah. that. Yeah. The shrimp tails and all of that. So it it's mm-hmm. kind of like a great place to get a show. You it, it you can sit down for like an hour and a half, two hours. The meals tend to be pretty long, just because they they do the cooking. So it's like a great evening afternoon with a giant group or even a small group. Mm-hmm. Um, and then mm-hmm. I think they have like the dining without the hibachi station, right? Or is that? I think though, so yeah, for allergies, if people are, have an allergy, you can yeah. sit on a different room without it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. uh, very accommodating. The food is fantastic. Um, it's yeah, so overall. beautiful too. The restaurant is it like is. Mm-hmm. the rooms are like you walk down a long hi- hallway to like get into all the dining rooms and it's just like very traditional Japanese. So if you kind of want that experience, 
um mm -hmm. it's they do a really good job at making it like super realistic and you know you know actually the best gift shop in all of disney is oh, uh, right yeah. below it as well that's so. our yeah. favorite gift shop yep yeah. they have Epic. all the cool stuff mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah to Lydia's point, the inside is beautiful, but I, I certainly think the outside, the exterior is too. Oh, yeah. Other yeah. than the tower, it certainly is the, um, the piece that draws the eye or is the staple of the Japan mm -hmm. pavilion. So um, I mm -hmm. love being able to walk up those steps and, uh, um, and be able to yeah, look, out, look out over, yeah. over the lake. Yeah. And, and the, the, um, the gift shop below is uh, Michikoshi. So, that's right yeah. Uh, yeah i don't know how you remember all these names you're so <laughs> and it's really cool because it has like not to like sidebar here but they have like not just disney stuff but they also have a lot of gifts that you would find in like japan so they like hello kitty and nintendo and like things mm -hmm. that are like very uh, large like pop culture uh staples for japan so it's like really cool if you're into stuff like that which casey and i absolutely are so we like geek out in there yeah like you were saying like with france like you you know you're just sitting in france and you like feel like you're in, you know paris kind of the mm -hmm. same thing here i've okay. never been to japan before but i definitely feel like this would be how japan is like it's very mm -hmm. like large but you know just the outside of it and then you go and have fantastic dining and then you just walk mm -hmm. down and there's like gift shops and um it, you definitely feel like you're in a experience which disney does so well um mm -hmm. and i also love how it's like a show um just even walking right, into yeah. the place like how big right. it is like that's part of the show right grand. there you know before it even yeah. starts yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, Hannah and I did a show a few episodes ago, um, uh, and she was asking me some Disney Park questions, and she asked me, what is my favorite pavilion in World Showcase right now? Oh, yeah. And it was, it was uh, between, I think, France and Japan, so uh, we're definitely hitting those. Dining certainly has something to do with that. For sure. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. 100%. Absolutely. So, yeah. mm -hmm. Casey, you, uh, you let me know before the show that your second favorite dining, uh, table service dining, is actually in Disneyland, so tell us about that. It is, yeah. So Disneyland was the first Disney park that I ever got to go to. So there's kind of this like nostalgic feel of this first experience, the first time you actually get it and it clicks in your head. I'm sure all of us can relate to that. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, so my second one is actually the Blue Bayou in uh, the New Orleans Square. Um, mm -hmm. One, I absolutely love New Orleans and uh, like Cajun food. So the food is a home run for me. But the the overall like experience walking into that room and it felt like you just somehow walked outside from being outside yeah. like it's absolutely yeah. crazy <laughs> and like insane. there's mm -hmm. just so many cool aspects of it you know you have the pirates ride going through the restaurant um, which is pretty insane and uh, yeah it's just like walking in here was one of those first moments for me that like oh Disney. Yeah, I, I get it now. What the obsession? Yeah, is all about. For right. The time, I thought you all were absolutely crazy, but no. <laughs> <laughs> There's reasons for all of this. Right. <laughs> I mean, you go in there and like the ceiling and like the stars and like there's the crickets and the music and the tree and and like, the it smells. It's so, like, yeah, and the smells and you're like, wait a minute, wasn't I just outside? Like, <laughs> yeah, you're like, wait, am I in California or am I yeah. in Louisiana right now? <laughs> right. It they it's absolutely like totally 100% like just really immersive and yeah. so it's if you can never ever ever go to New Orleans but you live in California 
you should go to this restaurant because it's a home run in like capturing mm-hmm. the city. So mm-hmm. I do like, and I, I do want to touch back on two points uh, from what Casey was saying. The first is uh, we're still probably all crazy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now you just get it. And uh <laughs> And two is, you know, they have the same sort of ride set up in the Mexico Pavilion at Epcot with yeah. increased mm-hmm. caballeros. Um, and yeah. you get to sit, sit inside and it's, it's nighttime themed. And for those guests who have only been in Disney World, that is like superb. Like how, how cool is that theming? Um, love it. But then th- I feel like because it's pirates, um, right. that yeah. it just takes it to rides. that next level. Mm-hmm. And so right. me, this is like that ultimate blend of ride and restaurant. Right, because it's like with the with the Mexico restaurant in Epcot, it's like, oh, this is a cute boat ride, like it's such a you know staple to Epcot. But like Pirates of the Caribbean, like that's like one of the original Disneyland rides. So it's like really cool to you know be in the restaurant with being like, oh my gosh, this was this has been here forever. Did has that always gone through the restaurant, or because has you know, I, I don't know when that restaurant opened. I don't think so, but I, I, I don't know when, when that, when the Blue Bayou opened originally. Yeah. Cause That's I know like the ride opened shortly after the park, park opened, opened, right? Yeah. yeah. We, we saw that picture that we were doing some research on it and we saw that picture yeah. of all the people in the fifties eating in there. And it oh, was, really? oh my gosh. And they're all dressed up and they have on like their pearls and their jackets and oh. like their hair's so, all done. And it's, it's, abs- it's so cool. Yeah, that's, that's, so yeah cool. that's true. So maybe it did. People are now walking in all sweaty after the park, and right? <laughs> they're like, oh. like their jean cutoffs, and they're like, yeah. "What up, Mickey?" <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Casey, what food have you had there? Uh, so I had the jambalaya, which is like mm. one of my favorite dishes of all time, and it was mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, I feel like yeah. you're almost forced because when we went there, I got the jambalaya too. I feel like you're yeah. almost forced to get it because you're like, mm-hmm. "Well, I'm here." Right, I should yeah. probably right. get this, right? I like actually got one of those options. I got the steak and it was honestly one mm. of like the best steaks I've ever had. And my dad, I was with my parents and he kept wanting my dish <laughs> over his. I don't remember what he had, but so if you're a carnivore or love, you know, steak, you should absolutely get that when you're there. Cause it's mm. delicious. I remember nice. that I had the Monte Cristo sandwich. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah those are it good. was good. That was actually the, my first experience with Monte Cristo sandwiches and um, it was good. It was good. So I, I enjoyed it. I, I would say I would probably get that again going back there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. but I did try the jumble line. It was good. So yeah. Um, cool. Well, for time's sake, uh, anything left to say no, about the blue body no, right my now? Top two. All right. Good. Let's uh, head on over to Lydia. Lydia, uh, what do you have for us? So my first pick is the plaza at, well, I guess we could do both because I've been to the one on Main Street in Florida and the one on Main Street in uh, Disneyland, but I've been to the one in Disney World more. Um, And I just love it because I have so many great memories there. Like growing up, I always remember going to this restaurant like with my entire family and um, it's always crowded, but it doesn't feel like you know, overwhelming or like annoying at any point. Like it's like very welcoming and fun to be in there with like a group of people who are like sitting on main street USA and Disney world. And, um, it's also, I remember we would go there a lot right when the parade or the fireworks were going off. 
And so it's really cool, like, being in the restaurant and, like, the windows are kind of reverberating because of the fireworks. are like, peeking out and, like, seeing the parade. So we have, like, a lot of good memories um, with that growing up. And they have, like, the best meatloaf, which was Walt's favorite. Um, so you have to get that when you're there. And I was there one time and they were like, we don't have it. We, like, ran out. And I was like... I came all the way here and <laughs> the meatloaf and like then they came back and they're like we're just kidding we're not out and I was like oh my god oh man I know I was like this is magical and so like there's just been I mean like their milkshakes are amazing it's so beautiful I love that like turn of the century uh decor which is mm-hmm. like you know what makes up main street and um then the one out in Disneyland we went and we actually got to sit outside, which is kind of cool because they have outdoor seating in the Disneyland one and it kind of takes up like a cove on Main Street. And um, mm-hmm. it's actually where Walt ate a lot. So that was like really nostalgic being like, oh my God, Walt ate mm-hmm. here and he ate the fish. So that's, mm-hmm. it's just like a really cool experience. Like if you're a super Disney nerd, um, we've yeah. done like, we just have so many memories there. Elizabeth, remember when we said it was mom's birthday? Mom's birthday. And <laughs> yep. they went all And they went all out. <laughs> and I mean, we just, like, it's it's just a great place to, like, make yeah. a lot of family memories. Um, it's so almost like. Highly, highly recommend it. Yeah. 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 Classic. Mm-hmm. And almost like, you know, when we started going to the parks, just Bruce and I, um, as our family, I've just turned it into, like, our, as well, like this is what we do. We come to Disney, we have Mm -hmm. to go to the plaza. Like it's almost like just that tradition that's carried on. Um, and they started recently doing breakfast, um, which has been really nice. And Bruce and I have gone and ate breakfast there a few times and they do really nice platters there. Um, you know, your traditional eggs, bacon, sausage, uh, biscuit type of platter. Um, but again, it's kind of nice to be on main street in the morning, um, kind of before it gets too crowded, have a really nice meal, um, as well. So definitely a top Disney restaurant. Oh yeah. And then it's, again, it's one of those places where it's like, it's really fancy looking, but don't feel like that at all. Like Mm-mm. I've been in there when it's like 110 degrees outside and it's like, disgusting Mm -hmm. and I'm in my shorts and t-shirt more like Mm -hmm. spaghetti structure and it's like yeah they you can go in there right after getting off Splash Mountain and no one's gonna judge you like it's Mm -hmm. it's absolutely delicious (laughs) I think we actually did that I think we uh yeah Splash Mountain straight Mm -hmm. to the closet yeah (laughs) (laughs) the seats might be waterproof I can't remember (laughs) that's funny that's funny. Um, yeah, I'm actually going to re- uh, reserve my comment on the plaza until later on in the show. Oh, okay. Oh. So, Lydia, okay. uh, what's your uh, Lydia? What's your second? So, my second favorite is actually in Hollywood Studios in Disney World, um, and it's the '50s Prime Time. I think that's the formal name of it. I just call it like the the '50s Cafe, but I think it's called mm-hmm. '50s Prime Time Cafe. Is that right, Bruce? Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> back checking with you. Um, I love this place. I think it's underrated. Um, I think people kind of forget it's there cause it's kind of tucked off the main road and like kind of over near the giant dinosaur ice cream place. Um, but I love it. I mean, I, the 1950s isn't my favorite decade of the 20th century, but they did have pretty cute, um, like home decor and like Disney just again killed it with going above and beyond making sure that this restaurant 
includes everything that your grandmother or mother had like in the 1950s mm-hmm. and from like the dishes to the vases to the classic diner chairs and like checkerboard flooring and like then I love how they have like TVs placed throughout it because like that mm-hmm. was a huge thing in the 50s like you'd watch TV mm-hmm. while eating dinner um, mm-hmm. and of course they play like your favorite you know Disney cartoons um, mm-hmm. on the TVs so that's really cute but my favorite aspect about it is the wait staff yeah. So what's really <laughs> unique about this is they are not like, hi, welcome to the cafe. Like, we're going to be your server today. They treat you like your their children almost. And they're like, what do you want to eat? Like, I'm busy. Like, let's go. And they're mm-hmm. so sassy. And I, I love it. Like, they're just 100% all the time. And I was mm-hmm. there once with my mother and my dad. <laughs> and we had, like, the best waiter in the world. He was so sassy and just like in the zone um and he just kept calling my mom by her first name like every time he would address her so he'd be like Janice what do you want to eat like Janice you have to order hurry up Janice and my mom's like really indecisive so it made it even funnier (laughs) and then he brought out like this bomb like frozen milkshake that was super delicious and I had like amazing fried chicken and this amazing s'more dessert and um yeah, and then we actually went back there with, like, the whole family. And, Bruce, didn't mm-hmm. you bring the waiter to say hello? Yeah, so I, mean. I, found, I found that exact waiter, and <laughs> yeah. uh, I talked to him about coming back, you know, a decade later and pulling the same joke on her as if he remembered her. And uh, <laughs> he played along so well. Um, and yeah. I have I have some great photos with all of the cast members of 50s <laughs> Primetime that, uh, that want to take a group photo after he pulled off this epic prank. So, yeah. And, and like, it's a that's, lot of fun, yeah. It's so much fun. I mean, it's just like they're and some people are like intimidated by it. Like my other yeah. sister Meredith, like they were being kind of like, "What do you want to eat?" And she was like, "So you have to go in being like mm-hmm. these people aren't being rude to me. Like this, they're it's all acting. jokes. It's yeah, all it is all jokes. It's, it's all, all fun. fun. It's a restaurant, but it is those, very different." No, I was just go gonna ahead, say. It's a restaurant for those looking to have fun, not having a real, and not a restaurant for those looking to relax. And right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. No, I was going to say it's one of those restaurants too where you'd have great Disney magic and Disney hospitality, like what they're known for. And then if you go here and you don't realize (laughs) that that's it, you're going to be very upset. Timer's first restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. If you get mad mad about getting wet on Splash Mountain, maybe don't go to this restaurant. (laughs) Like Like, if you have like the shakes after coming off Hollywood Tower of Terror, don't go (laughs) (laughs) it. It definitely can like increase your uh, you know, blood pressure if you're a little mm-hmm. nervous. So That's too funny. Uh, yeah, I love it yeah. though. It's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And it's comfort food, which is like, who doesn't love comfort food? Yeah. So, yeah. Mom, mom's comfort food for sure. Mm-hmm. So, um, hey, Bruce, you want to bring yeah, us home? Yeah. So, um, so I, I do have two and then I have a couple of honorable mentions. Um, okay. and so I will go through mine rather quickly. Um, my my first one is Chefs de France. So um, uh, for the obvious reasons, um, the location, mm-hmm. the food, just the ambiance of that restaurant. Um, but my second is the plaza. Um, oh, we got some overlap. Oh, no. Yeah. And so because of that overlap, um, I didn't want to chime in too much uh, during Lydia's um, portion. And so um, just to add to what she said, um, the location 
even though the restaurant is small in size and capacity, it feels intimate while also being in the crowds. And so because it overlooks the circle in front of the castle and right at the end of Main Street, you are amongst everybody walking by, fireworks, parades, stage shows. But it's like just removed enough where it's intimate and you can enjoy a dining experience while looking out at all of the craziness. And mm-hmm. um, the, the food has always been good. The wait staff has always been good. But that location to me is prime real estate. Um, mm-hmm. and, and the, the restaurant, uh, I think lives up to its location. So it, it, mm-hmm. it definitely feels like you have like a private seat to look at Disneyland or Disney world or whatever. Yes. You know, like, mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Exactly. It's really cool. So I Great did. Great people watching. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good mm-hmm. point. And so I did, um, come up with two honorable mentions because of the overlap, <laughs> um, that we could also talk about. And so the first is Kona Cafe over at the Polynesian. Mm. And I want to put I want to put a note yeah. that I am calling out Kona Cafe for breakfast. And so yeah. I think this is a great way to start your day at the Magic Kingdom or even catch yeah. the, the Monterey over to Epcot. Mm-hmm. Um, the breakfast is always so good. The 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 Kona coffee is uh always hits the spot and, and I do enjoy I do enjoy eating um, while being in the Polynesian lobby and you're on the second mm-hmm. floor. Um, and so just, just because of the food and the good location, I put Kona on the honorable mention list. Yeah. Um, and I think Kona's, you know, <coughs> so we've been there for lunch as well. The cool mm-hmm. thing though about eating at the resorts, if you have the opportunity, um, is if you're not staying at the resorts, it's a great opportunity to see the resorts right. and to really, you know, it's a great marketing for Disney in that sense where mm-hmm. you can go in and you can really feel like an immersive deluxe experience. And this is why, you know, it's that deluxe, um, hotel, but they have amazing food offerings and, um, it just like really pulls you into the whole experience. And like to Casey's point, you know, walking into the blue bite, like, I think that's, a lot of what the food is it's about experiences and um the memories that you create like Lydia said um you know when we're talking about this I'm thinking of all those memories experiences that we've created and it's surrounded by food um because Disney does such a good job at both the experience and the food yeah. um and so that's why we're Kona, talking about you can it. go downstairs afterwards and get a spike pineapple swirl yes, yes you, can. you can get the a door yeah yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're so, so good. Spiked and unspiked. All right. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> spiked. Um, and and uh, just for time's sake, um, I would love to keep this conversation going, but just for time's sake, I do want to uh, say my obligatory other um, notable mention is be our guest over at the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Um, so if you go for breakfast, it's still like quick service, uh, you know, pick off the menu of what you want, but they have gone to uh, a preset menu for, for dinner and it does cost, um, you know, table service credits. And so th- th- this restaurant has evolved, but um, breakfast or, or, or lunch or dinner um, is a great opportunity to get inside and see the aesthetic. Um, of all the restaurants I've been at at Disney, I'm not sure that there is one that is so aesthetically breathtaking as mm-hmm. Be Our Guest Restaurant. And, yeah, I'm looking you know, at it right now, and I'm I'm like, wow, this is yeah. phenomenal. And this is just this is just, just like the, main the dining room. Yeah, there's two yeah. other rooms that split off to the side. Yeah, and so um, yeah, it, it's breathtaking. It it is an attraction in amongst itself. 
Yeah. Uh, it is, you know, heavily influenced French food, uh, preset mm -hmm. menu. So it might not be for everybody, but I will say that as a Disney travel agent, it is difficult to get re people's reservations yeah. into um, be our guest. It is still incredibly busy. So yeah, <laughs> yeah because um, I think like to the point too, Disney, you know, with the princesses, they typically focus on like the ball gown scene and you know the the like charming aspect of it. Whereas the seating in here, you can sit in the beast wing, you know, in the west right. wing. You and can I feel sit like in the ballroom. Like it's it so might be cool kind of like the all. first one where it's. 100% like based off the movie so it's almost like you're in the movie set mm -hmm. which makes yeah. it like even yeah. more unique mm -hmm. yeah absolutely. yeah for sure <clears throat> yeah I mean you walk down you know kind of the um what is like the drawbridge and then you immediately are standing at the glass window which is really cool to have that experience and then you know they sweep you like into the castle and um it's if you're into princesses <laughs> which I know a lot of people are definitely one of the top um, princess restaurants. I agree. And um, for time constraint purposes, we will leave it there. So if you're watching this or listening to, to this, please in the comments section below, let us know what your favorite table restaurant, um, table restaurants, table service restaurants are. Uh, Disney World, Disneyland, let us know where you like to eat. Um, follow us on Facebook at 407 and Beyond Vacation Company. Um, give us a like. And most importantly, please join our Disney Parks Facebook group, Disney Co. in the know, where you can talk amongst um, other park goers, give advice, ask questions, and be a part of the Disney community. So, mm -hmm. uh, guys, uh, please stay right. safe, stay healthy, yeah. and uh, yes. we'll uh, good conversation. So now I'm going to go make yeah. some dinner. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> see you guys. See ya. Bye. Bye.